Hello. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to Third Best, and thank you so much for listening with possibly you and your third best friend. I'm Will Cobb. And I'm Dalton Kazi. And this is going to be uh, uh, different. Inter- yeah, and it's going to be interesting, today. different. It's going to get probably, probably probably deep. Yeah, especially if Might you cry. listen to our last podcast. It'll be very We're different. kind of on the opposite spectrum today because it's currently 11 a.m. in the morning. Very tired. And yeah, we're kind of tired right now. So it's going to be very chill. Yes. Very relaxing. Um, Dalton, do you want to explain what we're doing? Because it's kind of yeah. your idea. Yeah, we, we are playing a game called We're Not Really Strangers, which has three levels. Um three sets of cards, mm-hmm. which are perception, connection, and reflection. Love it. And it's just really more of a way to like grow as friends together, or maybe, you know, as two people that aren't necessarily that close. Um, so I think it's a great game to play with yeah. Will because I know Will pretty well, but I don't really like know, no Will. Yeah. You know, we don't really yeah. talk like that deep. But today we're going to answer some hard questions. We are. And if you want to grab a friend and play along with us, We'd love it, and we would a love a shout out on Instagram. We would love that. a good play play along at home. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. We are gonna get into it pretty soon, um, but I do want to say thank you to the Bean Bro this morning. Yes, the Bean Bro, the Bean Bro this morning. They were so nice, and their coffee is so great. Uh, we Guys. went to the one in Ozark, and there is one in Daleville as well. It's delicious. It's absolutely insane. Oh, they just mentioned us in. In their story. Oh my gosh! That is so cool. Wow. We were just talking about them. Anyway, it's so good. Please try them out. Um, They're the nicest people. They gave us stickers and everything. It was so nice. Um, Also, very affordable. It was very... Oh my gosh, And I was like, really? I was like, we had... Two, we had two coffees and two donuts. It was it was that. I was like, wow. Yeah. Um. So absolutely check them out. A uh, very cool establishment. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let's go ahead and get into the business. Let's jump into let's it. Let's jump right in because we only you know have a good forty five minutes and we're yeah. already two of five. All right. So we're gonna hit it. Um. This is we're not really strangers with Dalton and Will. So our first question is, what do you think is the hardest part of what I do for a living? And since Will asked the question, I'll answer. So, but wait, I. Does it mean like you're also going to answer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, do you see the question as us being students or us being actors? I would say actors because like that is our future profession, yeah, and like pretty much like our current profession still. I mean, mm-hmm. we're still like working, but um, working, working. Quotation. We're not working right now, obviously, because there's a <laughs> pandemic going on, which uh, kind of killed anything entertainment. Like, um, but yeah, what what are your thoughts? I would say for you because like I. Our professions are very different, even though they are basically mm-hmm. one and the same. They're apples and oranges, really. Yeah. It's like, you know, kind of, they're very similar because, like, it is both theater, but yours is musical theater, whereas mm-hmm. mine is straight. Um, I would say the hardest part of doing musical theater is auditioning. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, it is. And, like, that's for, like, all theater, really. But, I mean, like, I feel like you could find some other, mm-hmm. like, harder things to do with straight theater. But it definitely is auditioning, and it's not that it's easier for straight actors. It's just like with musical theater, like there's, that's such a huge like game and like a market It's that there are so many people auditioning that it's, I mean, like that's hard to do. You know what I mean? And you kind of have to, when it comes to auditioning, just really, you find yourself being very detached just from reality in a way. You kind of had just have to go in and give it your best shot. And it's just like, Hey, whatever happens, happens. You kind of have to have this. I don't care attitude. But inside, you really do care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about what about you, Jimmy? Um, I feel we talked a little bit about this today, actually. But I think the hardest part for, especially like in straight acting, 
is you do, depending on like what your process is, you do so much work and so much analysis and so much, you think about it, you have to think about it so much, but then at the end of the day, when you're in the scene and you're with your partner, yeah, you kind of have to just think about it. throw it all out the window mm-hmm. and just kind of do whatever comes to you, which yeah. is so hard to find that balance. And it's not even like it changes from show to show. It changes from scene to scene and moment to moment yeah. of like, oh, I really need to think more about this or like, no, I really need to not think about this. It's just such a yeah, weird it's like- dance. At the end of the day, you're gonna do what you're gonna do. Yeah. And it doesn't it it does matter that you do put in the work, like that mm-hmm. that that book work. But at the end of the day, you're gonna do what you're gonna do and that's gonna be yeah. what's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think that was good for that question. We're not really gonna stay on each question for too long because we do yeah, wanna yeah. get through most of them There's today. There's quite a few. There is quite a few. Let's um, move on to the next one. Move on to the next one. Oh, and I'll read this one. Oh, okay. What reality show do you think I'm most likely to binge watch and explain? Survivor. Yeah. I don't know why, but that was like the first thing that came to my, to my mind. I think that you would love Survivor. I do love Survivor. <laughs> I really oh like Survivor. God. I think it's good. I didn't even know that much about Survivor, but I just, yeah. the vibe that comes off of you it. Know, you know, my, my dad got asked to be on Survivor. He did not. He did. Oh, I would pay so much money to watch I that. I wanted to, and then he turned it down. Oh my God. I know. Um, what reality did I think you were most likely to binge watch? Hmm. I don't know. I just feel like you're like the Housewives of Atlanta kind of deal or like um, keeping up with the Kardashians. I don't know. I just feel like you really enjoy that, you know, high, high society. um, I do. Woman. I do to an extent. I I love a good um, real Housewives. Yeah. Just because it's so it's utterly insane. Just the way these women act in the real world. I'm like, how? There is nothing more important to you than what Tiffany's eating for brunch. Like, calm <laughs> down. But also, I feel like you would definitely watch that Too Hot to Handle one. I love Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh, God. Oh. God. <laughs> What's the first thing you noticed about me? Hmm. It was definitely your baby face. Aww. Like, you did have a baby. And, like, I have one, too. I'm not going to lie. But, like, it was, like, I was just, like. I don't know how old this man is, but I mean, like we met six years ago, probably uh, not maybe five. It was six. definitely because we met in 2015. Yeah. So Detroit. around like five or five years ago, I'd five say. years ago. Yeah. And it was like definitely like baby face will. Yeah. But also I noticed that you were also like in spark. So I was like, mm-hmm. hmm, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think actually the same for you. Cause I, for the longest time, I thought you were so much younger than us at Spotlight. And it actually wasn't till a year after you joined Spark that I realized that we were in the same grade. Yeah. Yeah, you just look so, so, so young. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, here's this little kid following us around <laughs> at Spotlight. <laughs> Gosh. <sighs> okay. If MySpace was still a thing, what would my profile song be? God, something by Elton John. Yeah. It would have to be something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be basic and be like, your song, but yeah. Yeah. I feel like that was what it would be. That one? Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. What about me? I think yours would be like the the Barbara Streisand or some kind of like Celine Dion like cover of a Broadway song. Like their cover uh-huh. of 
of like um don't run in my parade or something i do love barbara i gotta say but I'm, also i heard liza minnelli's well i've heard it a bunch of times but liza minnelli's cover of um the new york theme like anthem you know new, new york, york new, new york. york but her just iconic mm. liza minnelli's cover of that song oh, when she just says come through oh my god <laughs> God, it's so good. That's probably what it would be. That sounds really horrible, but uh. <laughs> if you were to buy me a present knowing nothing about me other than what I look like, what would it be? Is it look like? I wonder if it's like look like as in face or look like as in like your normal clothing? Because I mean, like I could tell a lot by like your clothing. This all the above. All the above. Okay, I would probably buy you. Probably like a a nice watch. Like okay, yeah. like if it was like if I was like buying like a nice nice present, you know what I mean? Like probably a nice watch because like one you don't wear a watch, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everyone should have a watch because time deserves its own tool of measurement. Mm. Um, this is me telling you to buy a watch. I do have I do have a couple of watches, and yeah. I have gone through like bouts where I do wear them like almost every day. But then, like with everything, I I take it off one time and then leave it. Yeah. But that's actually I would say a watch. That was though. a really great answer because I I like to think from the way that I dress. I just like things that are comfortable and like practical. Yeah. And I love presents that are like practical and that I can use every day. Like someone so, got me a belt one time for my birthday, and I was like, "Thank you." Like, yeah. Everyone else got me a bunch of like stuff that like obviously like I like from like media, but it's like I don't need a bunch of junk. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm like I love it. I love junk, but I don't need it. I got now. I gotta think about you because mm. I have a watch. Hmm. I don't. The thing that comes to mind is I don't know. I can't really think exactly of the word, but I think you would just enjoy like a nice. Not, I don't even want to say the word box, but a nice thing to like keep something in. I yes. like a really nice yes. antique looking thing to like keep things. I in. will. You know. Yes. I love those types of things. I have like six of them in my house. I do too. Like I just. <laughs> That's our producer Casey. She, producer also, Casey. she also loves nice so, things to I keep a, things in. I have in. Like one that was handcrafted by a friend of mine Ooh. that he was going to throw away because he didn't like the way it looked. Ugh. And I was like, um, I'll I take it. <laughs> <laughs> I love little boxes to put things in. Yeah. They're so nice. Okay. What's the next one? Do I read this or? Uh, wait, you, you read, read the last one. Yeah. On a scale of 1 to 10, how messy do you think my car is? 1 being the cleanest, 10 complete disaster. And explain. Hmm. Well, you, you I, my car We've today. been in each other's cars. Yeah. So, your car actually isn't that messy. So, I'm going to give you a solid, like, mm, wait, a 6. I'm going to give you, like, a 6. Yeah. Well, like, 1 is the cleanest. So, you're giving me a 6? Yeah, 1's the cleanest, 10. Because your, yours is, like... It's not the cleanest. No. Yeah, there, it's still like a little messy. Yeah, there's like 36 water bottles in there. So so about a six. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what you deserve. Okay. What about me? I would say like an eight. An eight? Will, have you been in your car? <laughs> it is messy. Oh. It's just messy. Dalton's calling me out on the podcast today. You just have a lot of stuff in there. And then like, I know that you need it. Like you do use it. Like all that stuff's in there for a reason. But okay, then like, there are yeah. just like some button up shirts in there. I'm like, what are you doing with these? Like, church is in, like, five days. <laughs> like, you don't need it right now. Okay, I'll take it. Okay, do you think plants thrive or die in my care? 
explain. Well, I you definitely seem like a plant person, but you also seem like someone who just forget about them because you're just so busy. Yeah. So like, I don't think they'd thrive. But if it is between thrive or die, I think they would die. Yeah. Okay. And for you, I you do have a plant. And I remember one time I came over and you were like, "Dang, I haven't watered that thing in like two weeks," but it was still thriving. Yeah. Well, it's a terrarium, so yeah. it's like plants in an ecosystem mm-hmm. kind of deals. But I, I just, I just feel like the kind of person you are, like you wouldn't take care of it, but for some reason it would still thrive. I can't explain it, but I just feel like that would be. The I, case. I, I am, you know, eco friendly and yeah, yeah, yeah. really nature and I vibe together. So I think they're kind of like, you know, we'll cut you some slack. <laughs> you and the plants have an agreement, and they're mm-hmm. like, we will give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, like you don't have to water us as long as like we yeah, can stick we'll be okay. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give us the good vibes. Yeah, give us the good vibes. Absolutely. Okay. What we got? Do I look kind? Explain. I think you do. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I think you do too. I don't think I need to like explain, but you just like have a natural, like nice looking, Thank you. decent face. I mean, Aww. and you're not like ever walking around just like with RBF. Oh, thank you. Know? you. Sometimes and I worry about that. So that's nice to you hear. You have a good, as Casey would say, a good aura. Aww. I, I don't, I know that I don't really understand what those mean. Or how to like see that, but like that's you do for another have, episode. You have a good energy when you walk into a room. <laughs> Thanks. You bring good vibes. Yeah, I I was actually talking to people from Spark the other day, and they were like, "Yeah, we were all like so intimidated by you coming in," and I thought, "Why? <laughs> like, why would you?" I, I, <laughs> so. Thanks, I guess, yeah. for you thinking that I look kind. You I do. guess other people don't think so. No, well, you look like I could run over you and you would say thank you. Mm. <laughs> I would. I would say thank you. I'd say, yeah. I'm so sorry I was out was in front I of your car. But you didn't. Do I look kind? Yeah, I told you. Oh, okay. All right, fine. Words of affirmation. Welcoming energy. Oh, thanks, Casey. Thank you, Casey. Do I seem like more of a creative or analytical type? Explain. I know this is hard. It's hard because like you are both, but like you are very analytical. Like you're, you, Mm -hmm. you're, you're overtly analytical in a situation than creative. And it's not because you're not creative. You're very creative. It's just that you have to think logistics when you are being creative. Like that is your first go-to uh mm-hmm. tactic to be creative is to be analytical about a situation or about a scene yeah or anything that you're doing like you have to have the smarts to do it mm-hmm. first yeah i feel like for me personally um i always kind of have to see the situation i'm in and see like oh what do i need to contribute to this environment yeah. like if i'm around surrounded by like a bunch of super creative people i'm like okay i i need to be like I know the my an- role yeah, yeah i need to be like the analytical person and then when i'm surrounded by like not theater people. Um, I'm like, okay, I have to be the creative idea person. guy. Yeah. yeah. I think you're super creative, Dalton. Thank you. You're so freaking creative. And by that, he means I'm not. And by really that, you that don't analytical. think anything I don't through. think anything through and I just want to do it. <laughs> but yeah. And that causes problems. But <laughs> I th- thank you for. And on to the next question. Because we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> do I seem like someone who would get a name tattooed on myself? Why or why not? No. I feel like. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, you're you're kind of a person who does get a. I don't I don't, don't want to say like attach quickly, but I feel like you do like obsess over things easily. Yeah, but I don't think you would ever do it to the point to get like a no, name. No, I don't think I'll ever actually get a tattoo. Huh? Like I just don't. It's not that I don't vibe with tattoos. I think tattoos are really cool. 
It's just I don't like. Here's my problem. Mm-hmm. I do obsess over things, and my problem with tattoos is I would get a tattoo, and then I'd be like, "Well, there's something that I care about more than that." Yeah. That I got a tattoo of, and I'll get another tattoo, and I'd be like, "Well, there's something," I'm, and then I would just have like fifty tattoos, and then I'd be like, mm-hmm. "Wait a second, you know what? I actually really like Liam Neeson, so maybe I should get a tattoo of Liam Neeson." Just the space across your entire back. Yeah. If you do get a Back to the Future tattoo, we can't be friends anymore. I don't. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm never going to get a tattoo. Okay. Just the DeLorean. Just the <laughs> God. Yeah. I sometimes I think about getting tattoos, but then I'm just like, I don't know what I would want. I really. Yeah. If I found like a really cool, meaningful design, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. So what? What do you think about me? I think. I don't think you would ever get a name tattooed on yourself, mm-hmm. like specifically a name. I do see you getting, like, a little tattoo. Like, you know, like a little one. Yeah, if I do get one, it'll be, like, tiny. Yeah, like, a me- like it has to be, like, really meaningful, though. Mm-hmm. And it'll probably be, like, you know, somewhere, like, most people can't see. Because, like, you're not, one, a showy person. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, you're not Thanks. very showy. And, like, that's what I like about you. I think, I said this before, I think the best people in theater are the people that really don't care that much about theater. And it's not that you don't care. It's just that you're not theatrical when you walk into a room like you're not um, like sing- you are you. singing all the time but you're not like you know what i mean you're not like theater you kids are singing. annoying but you are annoying but not as annoying <laughs> as some other people and that's why i love you thank you so much and that's it why i think you're so good at theater and also because you're creative and all that other junk you can sing but guys i gotta go <laughs> i gotta leave to finish the sentence just by looking at you i'd think blank just by looking at you i think you were Like I, just just by looking at you, I, I think that you gave the speech gave a speech at graduation. Like oh oh, that's accurate. Did you? Yeah, I guys um I don't want to brag about this on the podcast, Shut but up. I I was my class's valedictorian, so I did give a valedictory speech. I think that's the right word. <laughs> um, so yes, I did speak at my graduation. Yeah, I just like and I you... really enjoyed it. Look like one of those people, you know what I mean? <laughs> one of those people. Yeah, because I wasn't. I think I was the kid that was on track too, but then got in too many fights with teachers over how they were teaching history wrong, and then mm. I kind of flunked out. Mm. I didn't flunk out, but I, you know, nice. started going downhill after a while because apparently you, you're not allowed to think in high school. Oh yeah, no. Mm. Um, looking at you, I think this is a cool dude. Like you, you have like the hair, and then just the way you dress and present yourself it's just you're so you're super like you're i don't know you're just a cool dude thank you i really appreciate that and i'm gonna cry about it later when i listen to this in my dorm when i'm alone or my you know my house because i'm gonna have a house not a dorm but uh, yes 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 we got to make that distinction yeah really really yeah really quick guys i'm not living in a dorm next year i'm living in my own house um with three other people and also i want to say i am living in an apartment next year not a dorm yeah will's not actually going to be homeless on the streets of philadelphia or Pennsylvania. Where do you go, Pittsburgh? Think whatever you need to think. Listen, guys, when me and when me and Will do the next season, it will be in Philadelphia. It will be in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, we're gonna meet in Philly. We're gonna meet in Philly. The next season will be called Meeting in Philly. On to the next. Third question. season will be called Trip to Amsterdam because <laughs> we're going to Amsterdam. <sighs> what do my shoes tell you about me? Oh wow, this is a lot because I honestly like I love your shoes. Thank you. I really. I well, mean, right shoe, now, yeah, you're wearing your work shoes. shoes, but like, God, yeah, you have so many just really awesome pair that are like, you can tell that you keep good care of them, but also 
they kind of looked well worn because I just I love things that are kind of seem like they've been um, used, mm-hmm. you know, like things I've been like broken in and stuff. And that's that's like the vibe I get off of your shoes. Like, oh, he yeah, he loves these, but he also like uses them. Yeah, because you know you see some people's shoes and you're like, have you like been outside in those? Like, like my my brother gets a new pair of shoes probably every three months. Oh wow! Because he just like wears them out. Oh okay. And like he literally can't wear them anymore because there's like holes and stuff in them. They're like mm-hmm. the bottoms literally fall out. And I'm just like not one of those people. Not because I'm not active. I'm pretty. I'm very yeah. active. But it's just like I don't. You know, I have one shoe, pair of shoes that are like my. You know, mm-hmm. run around, go outside, work out, do whatever kind of shoe. Which are or like go to work like these are these shoes they're you know pretty mm-hmm. they're not they're not the worst looking shoes you know what I mean but they're still you can tell that they've been worn. Yeah. What, um, what do my shoes tell you about me? Your shoes tell me that you are adaptive. Like though the shoes that you wear can be worn in any setting, and I feel like you have you don't have a variety of shoes. I've never I've only seen you wear like Converse and dress shoes. Mm. And it's just, like, a very minimalistic thing that I like. Like, you don't – like, we were talking in the car, like, how, like, we both, like, are people who don't need a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, and, like, I I have a problem with that because, like, I like to buy stuff. Like, it's just, like, a part of who I am. Like, I just like having things for every kind of event. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a showy person, but I do like to dress up and dress yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You present yourself well. I, I like – yeah, I like to do that. I, I like to have color and variation. But yours show me, like, you know, wherever you go, like, you're going to – you will be able to wear whatever you want. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you're ready for whatever, whenever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what I think. Whenever awesome. that's what I think about your shoes. Okay. All right. Do you think I've ever been fired from a job? If so, what for? No, you would never be fired. And even if you were like, you would apologize enough to the point where they would like, just, just keep you anyway. Uh, I like, I'm so sorry. Please just, please just let me stay. Please. Um, uh, yes, I don't think you would ever be fired. I don't think you've... You haven't been fired before, but no. I think it might happen in the future. <laughs> <laughs> it could very well, uh, but what do you think it would be for? I, I, just, I just think... Because I... Whenever I'm like working or something, I'm just like, oh, this is the most important thing to me <laughs> yeah. at this moment. <laughs> and I, I feel like you, because you just have such a good sense of your own self that you know, like, I really, this isn't my jam. Like, I, I'm, well, we're kind of talking like survival jobs, basically, you know? Like, yeah. if, it's, if it's a job you really don't care about. Yeah, like, I think you would be to the point where I really don't care how well I do this. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, as long as I get it done and I follow the steps. Yeah. Around the steps. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If but I, I mean, if that, the job gets done, then like I'm fine. I kind of mean that in like a good, like, artist life way. Yeah. Thank where you're you. like, ugh, this yeah. isn't what I want to do. This isn't what I want to do. Uh, give me back to the theater. <laughs> what was your first impression of me? Ooh. Yeah, my. Hmm. Well, we kind of talked about this earlier, like what, what we noticed first. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, because that spotlight. You know, you seem so much younger than us because you were, like, smaller. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, oh, this, like, cute little kid following us around. Oh, it's so sweet. And then after Spotlight, when you joined Spark and we kind of, like, really got to perform together, I was like, okay. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let me – actually, never mind. Actually, never mind. That might – that might that could be a question that I just had later. But anyway, your first impression for me was someone, like, you kept to yourself – Mm-hmm. You're you're very to yourself. 
Um, you can do a lot of things, a lot of impressive things, but it's not like you have to show them off all the time. Like I said, you're not very showy, which is good. Like I literally love that about you. Um, Thanks. Yeah, that's. I just like knew like, oh, this is someone who can like absolutely outdo everyone in this room, but doesn't have to do it to get satisfaction. I gotta go, guys. I really need to go cry in the bathroom. <laughs> God. Um, okay. I don't. That that's not. A question. This question yeah. doesn't refer to us. Yeah. No. So next question: How would you describe what you think my type is in three words? Oh, type is in like a, for a significant other. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Um, I would say... I'm trying to think of a word that is, like, someone who is also to themselves. Mm-hmm. So, like... Reserved. Res- a reserved person who, like, yeah. you can kind of, like... Like, if you want to do your own thing, they can also do their own thing. Dalton, that like, you got it. If you, you literally nail on like you, hammer on nail. Like if you're like, I want to go up to my study, be alone, and they'll be like, okay, cool, yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Um, and I'll go, and you both go do your separate things. Um, second word, just like caring, like cares about what you want to talk about, obviously, because like you want that. And funny. Like, they have to be the funniest mm-hmm. person in the world. You know what Dalton's I mean? Dalton's over here just crafting my ideal partner. Like, and I, I know, like, you know, you know, caring and funny, like, those are kind of boring, but, like, it's true. Like, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to have somebody with a good sense of humor, Will, because if mm. you don't, then what are you, how are you going to survive? Oh, my God. If not off bits and jokes. That's very true. I got it. I need a good bit. For you... I think your type are people that are unique, mm-hmm. independent, mm-hmm. kind of like what you were talking about with me. You you like someone who has their own thing going on and doesn't like always need to depend on you. Just kind of like yeah, just because like I love depending on myself. Mm-hmm. And if it weren't for the fact that like I do do love a good relationship, you know, yeah. if I if I didn't if I wasn't attracted to people then I don't think I would ever be in relationships. <laughs> like, I, I think I would... Do- if I didn't didn't find myself attracted to other people, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's basically what you just said. Yeah, I know. But, like, if I didn't have a desire to, like, uh-huh. love someone, then I don't think I would ever need to. Right. I think that's pretty think much everyone, everyone ever. But I'm saying, like, yeah. you know, you get what I'm saying. I get, uh, yeah, yeah, From yeah, a deep down it. spot, like, you get what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah. Your next word. So, unique, independent, um... I don't know. I just feel like with you, you just love people who have like an ethereal quality to them. Like something that's kind of like other world. Like you can't, you just can't like put your finger on it. You just love things that are very special. Like once in a lifetime, like, yeah, which I think that will come to hurt you in the future. Cause it's like, I can't find anybody, but I don't <laughs> Thank you, Will. Uh, I don't know. Like, so- someone from a freaking, like, John Green book. Something like that. Okay. Okay. Do you have any other authors that you could plug in there for a second other than John Green? Um, Just because, like, he wrote Fall in Our Stars, and I'm not really a vibe with that. Okay. 
Like, Nicholas like, Sparks? No. <laughs> <laughs> Those um, are special people. Let me put it in your turn. Like a Wes Anderson character. Ooh. You would love people like I do. That. I just love people that are very forward. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. You have people that take charge. Yeah. I just like it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, because, like, I don't like it. Like, I hate asking people things. Like, I like in public, like, if we're <sighs> at a restaurant, I don't want to say, like, hey, how much longer? Like, I just don't like doing yeah. that because, like, I love like don't, just, don't just do that, going people. with the flow, but I would love someone that could do that for me. You're, and I so, have. So you're so like John great. Mulaney. Yes. Like I am going to hate uh, the airport when I have to do it by myself. So I God. need someone to help me at the airport is really God. This is just a request. I just, I just need anyone to help me at the airport. If you can do TSA and all of that, please. Uh, my number is. I'll, Don't I'll put, put it, your number on the podcast. Okay, all right. Anyway, uh, we do need to we need to, we need to take a break. We do need to take a break. We're gonna go cry in the bathroom just to like decompress. Just to decompress, and we're gonna get right back into it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. All right. All right. We'll I'll, be back. And I'll uh, miss you. Yeah. Even though you're gonna hear us in the next literal second. <laughs> okay. We're back. We're back from the break. We're gonna get right back into it. Um, Will, make an assumption about me. Hmm. See, this thing goes. We are, we've already made so many assumptions about each other yeah um just like maybe like even like the like smallest detail hmm. that you think is true about me God. wait can you just do me real quick yeah okay i, I think someone's, someone's alarm, alarm is going, going off. off that's really annoying <laughs> i think you are someone who what is that okay it's gone wow <laughs> hmm. What do what assumption could I make about you? I know we know too much about each other. I know. I think I just assumed that you had a natural average childhood. Like I just assumed that you like that you did. Like you hmm. like you have nice parents and like everything went fine. You're okay. Like, you're great. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, like, that's just kind of like what I assume about you. That's fairly accurate. Yeah. It's like, eh. Some things. Some other things. <laughs> there always yeah. is. There, for every, I think everyone assumes that everybody has like an okay childhood. An okay childhood. But then I think everyone kind of has something that happens in their, in their childhood that's kind of like, oh, yeah, that was that was like a weird thing that happened, you know? Yeah. And you don't really think about that until like you're older. And yeah, it comes yeah, up yeah. And you're like, wait a second. That's why I'm the way that I am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, mom. <laughs> hey, I know she's hey, listening mom. to this. Hey, hey. Yeah. By the way, I, I I had a good childhood. I just want to let you know that. Yeah, mom. I had an okay one. <laughs> <laughs> God. What? I don't know what kind of assumption to make about you. Okay, that's fine. You know what? If we get stumped, we get stumped. We got to keep going though. Yeah. What about me intrigues you? It's just the way that you're so, like, good-natured. Like, I just feel like you're not always in a good mood, but you sure as hell try to be. You know what I mean? Aww. Like, you do, like, like you put on a face most of the time. That's true. And, like, I like sometimes I'm like, I don't know if it was in a good mood or not, but, like, and I'll ask you later, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm in a horrible mood. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, figured it out. Like, but I, I you're very, you're, you're very much someone who tries our best to to be uh, a light for other people even when you are not lit up. Aww. Thanks. You're very welcome. 
I think the thing that intrigues me about you, and it's something that I've learned recently, is just how um, in tune to yourself that you've become. Mm. That real that it's it's just so cool to me. Like we when you've been talking about like meditation, how you've been really working on like getting up early and running and whatever and meditating. Like that just really it's super super cool to me, and I'm so proud of you for doing that. Thank and you. It's really I've seen like a really big like change in you recently thank you it's wow. really nice yeah i've been really trying i think mm-hmm. as an actor which is my favorite thing way to start a sentence, as, an as an actor you got to know yourself before you can know anybody else yeah so it's very good to understand everything you can about yourself mm-hmm. and uh go to therapy and get checked Self-care make sure is important make people. sure that uh you know find out if you have any kind of learning yeah. disabilities or disorders or mm-hmm. anything like that that way you know that why you are the way that you are yeah. i think you've it's very been, important you've been putting yourself first lately and thank i really you. i really love that have been you. trying um thank you that really means a lot okay what do you think i'm most likely to splurge on oh god a freaking signed wes anderson poster (laughs) really yes i might you would spend all your money on that really yeah okay if it was like a royal tenenbaums poster that was signed by wes anderson if it was signed by the entire cast then i would literally like cry if like gwena paltrow like kissed it and there's like a mark on it there's like a yeah i would go insane right. <laughs> like if that was a thing like absolutely for you like uh, like uh, like a master class or like a workshop ticket mm. like with like you know liza minnelli or like jonathan groff or i would pay any amount of money to be in the same room as jonathan groff i don't care <laughs> i think that's the one thing you'd support john okay this is gonna be the last one from this uh the, the first this our set first of cards. installment yeah um as a child, what do you think I wanted to be? Um, as a child, what do I think you wanted to be? Probably like a doctor. Like, you know what I mean? Like someone who had like a good profession, even though like you were like three. You know what I ah! mean? You're probably still like, I want to help people. That's very close. I wanted to be like a vet or a okay. zookeeper. I, I really wanted to work like with animals? animals. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I even worked in like a... I volunteered at the local vet clinic, like in middle really? school and stuff. In middle school, two That's summers in cool. a row. But then, like the second summer, for some reason, I just kind of did, just didn't like it anymore. Yeah. What do you think I wanted to be? Hmm. For some reason, I'm getting. I feel like you were one of those kids that was like, "I want to be an astronaut." <laughs> You're like, "I want to go to space." Yeah, I was. Yeah, I feel like you just wanted to do something where you could like explore. You yeah. Do something like I wanted to be out of this world. I had like a lot of like jobs that i wanted to be but i mainly wanted to be a cowboy oh, okay. okay i was a big cowboy kid um yeah absolutely wow okay what's been your happiest memory this past year oh wow um i don't know the thing about questions like this is for my memory i kind of go off more feelings yeah. instead of remembering specifics I don't, like whenever you read that question, I immediately thought um, of being in Pittsburgh and being surrounded by like my friends and the people that I've met there and just kind of the experiences that we've had together. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's just been something really special that's happened in the past year. I can't really think of like a specific time, mainly, honestly, it might be whenever we found out that we had to leave school. And we yeah. did, we all just kind of like 
got together that weekend as our final goodbye, kind of, until we came back. Yeah, that was mine, too. Like, yeah. It's just because, like, you don't really, like, you truly do not realize how good you have it until it's gone. Mm-hmm. And I think I'd like to up that, and I think it's wrong. You truly don't know how good you have it until you start, un- until you know it's about to go away. Yeah. And you realize how much you need it because you don't know what it's going to feel like when you don't have mm-hmm. it because it's been so long without having that, that it's like, but I will say when you do see them again, it's like time stops. Yeah. It truly is. Yeah, like, my, my phone background is actually like a picture of all of us on that night before we all left. That's perfect. And it was just, um, it was a really, yeah, it was also like our last rehearsal for, um, for the production I was in yeah, was just like a party during the apocalypse. Like mm-hmm. it was truly like everyone like was there, even though they knew like something with bad was about to happen and we might not do the show. Mm-hmm. We still put in as much work and it was just like so fun to do. And it was recorded. So like, God mm-hmm. bless. That whole span of time just felt like it literally was the end of the world. Uh-huh. Like it felt like the end of the world because like, those those people are my like my literal world yeah and like i have spark and like all my people here and like i love them but just like the family i have up there is just completely different and they all know that yeah. and they all know how much i love them and how much i care about them because you work with them and you're all living together yeah basically. and we're all living together basically spending each day with each other mm-hmm. and like it's just the best okay have you changed your mind about anything recently Ooh. yeah Mm. I changed my mind about theater. Not the fact that, like, I want to keep doing it, but just, like, the way that I interpret it. Okay. Because, like, I'm trying more to be... I'm trying to be less selfish and Mm -hmm. less of a showy person. Because I do feel like I can be showy at times. But I've, I've realized that theater really is like for you first. Like it for you first, it is for you. Like it is a way, Mm -hmm. it's your career. It's like what you want to do when you grow up and like when you get older and like for a job. So like it is for you first, but like you have to be, you got to stay humble. You know what I mean? You can't, it's for you first, but still like self-love and everything, but stay humble. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. No one is the best, but no one's the worst. So like, yeah, there's, you know what I mean? I've really just changed my way of thinking about like, theater and how I do it. Yeah. Really. I saw, I found a quote recently that, um, it said, stay humble, but let people know. And for people, there was a different word, but yeah. I can't say that on the podcast. It was a really, it was a really nice quote. Um, my, my answer kind of goes along that same vein. Whereas a lot on this episode, you've talked about how you admire how like, I'm kind of reserved and not showy and things like that. And I really like that. That makes me feel good. Cause I, I tried to be like that yeah. as well. But in recently I've kind of realized that um I I really need to like voice my opinion more yeah um and actually um I was with family recently and we were talking about the Enneagram and stuff like that which we'll talk about that on a later podcast um but we were talking about because a lot of people in my family are nines and we kind of talked about how nines are always looking for harmony and uh, at their worst, we like to sacrifice ourselves to make harmony for others. Yeah. But you, you got to stop and think like, oh, if I'm not, if there's no harmony in myself, then there's no harmony, period. Period. So you need to like voice your own concerns yeah. in order for it to be a good environment for everybody. Exactly. So I've, cool. I've just been trying to do more of that recently. Yeah. 
be more communicative with what I want. This might be a harder question. What has your what has been your earliest recollection of happiness? Whoa. Like that's a deep thought. Earliest recollection. Because I've never thought about I've never even thought about the first time I was happy. Happiness. Wow. Um yeah. and like this is you go you go can, you wanna go first? Cause like Maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Um you should go first. For for me, I, I kind of the first thing that comes to mind is being at preschool and just being surrounded by like other kids and kind of forming friendships mm-hmm. with the people around me that I, I don't know. I just have a few memories that pop out of like mm-hmm. times at preschool and, um, you know, just playing and pretending and it was just a good time. I will say I have always had like a very good memory that it's like scary. Like I can remember like the first house we lived in, I can remember the first oh, wow. time I had mac and cheese. I can remember uh, the first time I watched Bambi. Like I can just, I just remember all these things for some god awful reason. I just like, I just know, mm. and I remember like I can think back to it, even though I was like three or four years old. Yeah, which is like scary. But my first recollection of happiness was one. It was like. My dad had built us a, or me, because I was the only child at that point, a, a playground, like a playset kind uh-huh. of thing outside, like a wooden playhouse. And there was a swing on it that was Clifford the Big Red Dog. And I just remember like seeing it and being like, yeah, like that's what I remember. Like my first like bit of happiness was like being put into the Clifford the Red, Big Red Dog swing and being swung around. And I just like, Wow, and that's so crazy because you were probably like I was probably like three or four. Like that's insane. And that was like before cancer, which was at four years old. So mm-hmm. like the fact that I do remember that does scare me. <laughs> but <laughs> that's like so crazy. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um so next question. What lesson took you the longest to unlearn? The authorities don't know everything. The adults mm. don't know everything that took me the longest to learn just because I had grown up thinking like, oh, my teachers and my parents and, you know, the leaders of the country, like they know what's what's best and they know mm-hmm. what's right. And like they're obviously like teaching what's good because like that's that's what's good. Like that's what's right. And then when I learned how to read, basically, um, I was like, oh, OK. Yeah. I don't mean like I didn't mean that actually. But I meant like when I learned how to be self-cognizant. <gasps> when you learn how to read at a – being independent. You know, 15. Yeah. Realize. I think – in the 10th grade is when I started to be like, yeah, stick it to the man. Like yeah. rock and roll, man. Like, you know what I mean? Kind of, kind of adult. And that's when, uh, started getting in fights with teachers and stuff about yeah. how their thoughts were wrong and they nice. didn't really enjoy that. Yeah. I think, um, longest lesson for me to unlearn, unlearn is the one that I just talked about earlier about like learning that your opinion does matter and you have the ability to voice it and let people know like, what you think mm-hmm. yeah nice what questions are you trying to answer most in your life right now i think the question i ask myself every day is who are you because mm-hmm. i i get told a lot recently like you're not yourself and it's just kind of like what does that even mean like how well do you know me like you know mm-hmm. what i mean and like i understand like i have been down lately like i've you know when you when you start thinking about yourself more like you do get 
a little bit more down about yourself because like, that's just like, if that's all you're thinking about, you're definitely gonna have negative thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. Also, everyone has negative thoughts about themselves. Like period. If you don't, I don't, know what's, I don't know what's up with you, but <laughs> if you don't, please send us tips, please send us tips. But it's just kind of like, if I'm not myself to other people, am I myself mm-hmm. to myself? Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. what determines who I am? Like what determines my personality? Mm-hmm. What, what is the range? Just kind of yeah. thing. That's the question I ask myself every day is like, who are you? Yeah. And that's it. I think the questions I've been asking myself recently are like, what is it that you really want in mm. life? Mm. Because I mean, professionally and from like an education standpoint, like I know what I want. Like I, I know the career that I want to have. I know the education that I want to have, but then I've just been asking myself recently, like, Okay, but at the end of the day, if you get those things, will you actually be happy? Mm-hmm. Like, what is it that you really need to put more focus on in your life? If that's, like, finding somebody or just finding contentment, doing something that, like, really matters to you and matters to the world and is, like, making a difference in somebody's life. Mm-hmm. Just things like that. You know, because yeah. for the longest time I've been like, oh, yeah, theater theater is all I want to do. Theater is this. And I do want to do theater. Don't get me wrong. Like, I really do. But it's just other things that because you know in especially in america we put so much focus on a good job a good education is what will make you happy like those are the things but in reality that's not what makes you really content with your life i will say like i'll i was also the other question i asked but i already found out but i will say Mm -hmm. like the answer because like we're kind of talking about it now and this is kind of like a side thing but like I, I think I understand the purpose of my life. I think everyone has a different purpose. Yes. And I think it is good to, to find that um, purpose because you do have one. Um, but I think this is mine. It, it does come with a story. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, of course, comes with a quote from a movie. But <laughs> um, If it's not Wes Anderson, I don't want to hear it. It It isn't Wes Anderson. God, It's I'm Robin out. Williams, though. All right, I'll say Okay. Um, thank you for saying. That. <laughs> um, there was this one time when I was at Camp Smile Now, which is a mm-hmm. camp for uh, children with cancer, childhood cancer. Um, I was talking with this my friend um, who can be unnamed at the moment, um, and he loved KFC. Like he loved KFC, and he loved talking about it, and he loved talking about KFC biscuits. And he was he was not doing well. He was um, on the verge of like passing away Mm -hmm. he was on remission though so like he was there at camp to get away from it and they would take they they would take videos of us and ask us about like our our cancer and like our experience at camp and like how it made us better and he just like didn't want to talk about it um so i like stopped i stopped talking and i was like let's talk about kfc biscuits so we talked about kfc biscuits for probably nine minutes and I, like, think back to that all the time. Like, I think about it every day. Mm-hmm. Like, I think about him crying and me saying, let's stop and let's talk about Casey Biscuits. And I was, like, eight years old. Yeah. And I just knew what to do. And I relate it to a movie called Patch Adams. Um, and <laughs> it makes me sob my eyes out. I'm trying not to cry <laughs> right now. But he's in court and he's being trialed for, like, like – being a bad doctor, I guess like, and he's not, he just like, doesn't believe in medicine. He thinks that laughter is the best way to medicine. Mm-hmm. And he says like, you have to treat death with 
love and respect and for God's sakes, even a little bit of humor at some times. Yeah. He's like, we as doctors are not here to delay death. We are here to improve the quality of life. Mm. And just as people, you should be improving the quality of life. And I think that is what I want to do for people is just to improve the quality of life, whether it be through humor or entertainment or theater, whatever I can do for people is what I want to do. Yeah. And that's, that's that's my that's my thing right now. That. <laughs> that's that. Um, that note, I have to go. Casey, oh, has, Casey to go. has to leave. So I think this is this is where we're gonna end it today, and um, <laughs> part two will be out um, on Friday. Can I hug you? Yeah, you can. You can come hug. <laughs> come on, give us a hug. Um, oh, Casey, I love you. I love you so much. I love you. Anyway, thank you for listening to Third Best. We'll be back with episode two on Friday. Uh, thank we you. We love listening. you guys. We love you. Be kind to each other. Absolutely. And have a wonderful week. And rock on. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>